time for the Vintage Truth Podcast with best-selling author and Bible teacher, Jeff Kinley. All right, and welcome to the Vintage Truth Podcast. It's a Friday, and this is podcast number 111. And I hope that you uh, will go back and listen to some of the other podcasts. They're not dated podcasts. We all do these podcasts. I produce them to where they can be timeless. You can listen to any of them at any time. So there's, you know, unless there's a series involved, there's no real, you know, order of these things. You can just pick a topic that's interesting to you, a question that sparks your interest and just dive into it. All right. Hey, some of you have been uh, asking or actually thanking me for this uh, free book that I'm offering uh, by faith. The Rugged Adventure of Following God. You can get a copy of this, an, an e-copy, electronic book copy at um, jeffkinley.com and just sign up for my um, my e-newsletter that I, I publish maybe once a month. And I send you in your email. Don't blow up your email or anything. Just give you about one time a month and uh, send you some information about what's going on and uh, some helpful things about your Christian life and upcoming uh, speaking engagements and different uh, not items of interest. But anyway, sign up for that newsletter and you'll immediately get a link where you can download this new book by faith i want you to be able to walk by faith and be strong in him okay all right hey we're talking about the depth of god how to go deeper in your walk with god and 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 the great news about that is that god wants you to you know if if you want to have a relationship with god then you want to obviously take that a little bit deeper and continue to um you know to grow in your walk with christ and i think that's very important and there's so much in scripture for us uh, regarding this And so I'm in Ephesians chapter 3, and last time I ended in verse 16, where Paul is praying that the Ephesian believers would be strengthened, strengthened with power through God's Holy Spirit in the inner man. And this transformation from inward to outward, you know, sometimes we think, well, I'll, I'll change this about my life and therefore my life will change. No, it's God working in us. That's the only real organic long-term change that's going to take place is if the Holy Spirit works on the inside. Anyway, he prays that we would be strengthened. Now, there are, there are five incredible benefits that are byproducts of being strengthened that come along with being strengthened that have the results of these things these five things here and uh, paul begins to talk about them in verse 17 he says so that here we go number one he says that christ may dwell uh, in your hearts through faith that christ may dwell in your hearts through faith now he's not saying that you're strengthened and then christ comes to live in you no what he's saying is is that christ would would make his home in you that he would dwell. This word dwell uh, means to uh, to be at home. You know, it's the same idea that Paul talks about uh, in Colossians 3.16, where he says, let the word of Christ richly dwell within you. It's really interesting that in this particular passage, he uses a different word in Colossians 3.16, although it's a similar concept. But here in, in, in Ephesians chapter uh, 3, uh, he uses really a, a compound word. It's really two words, uh, this word dwell. Uh, one one part of it means to live in a home, and the other part literally means down, okay? So he's praying that, that Christ would live in our hearts, feel at home in our hearts, 
And I guess the way we would say it here is just to settle down, that Christ would settle down. You know, you go and you settle down in an area, right? You live there for a long time. He's saying that Christ would be completely at home in your hearts. And this speaks of the dynamic communion, the, the abiding of Jesus in our lives and that he has access uh, to our lives. And part of going deep with God, having a, a sense of depth with God, is cultivating the kind of heart and life where Christ feels at home, that he feels like he can, say he can settle down uh, in your heart, in your home. And so that would be one way that we experience uh, this depth, uh, one of the benefits of, of being strengthened in, by the Holy Spirit in the inner man is that Christ dwells in our hearts this way. The second thing he says also in verse 17, he says, and that you being rooted and grounded in love, being rooted and grounded in love. So the, this term rooted and grounded, you know, it means what it says. It means to have a deep root system, which means obviously you're grounded. Okay. Not like you're grounded in high school, you know, like your parents say you're grounded, but you're grounded in the sense that you're not going to, you're not going anywhere. You're stable. Okay. It speaks to a sense of, of life stability. And that's what God gives us. You know, Christians should not be the kind of people that, that every time the wind blows, I mean, we're just knocked over. You know, every time something minor happens, our world comes caving down around us. No, we're strengthened in the inner man through the Holy Spirit. As a result, we have a sense of stability in our lives. And the stability comes from the love that, that we're experiencing. You know, in the body of Christ, we're rooted and grounded in love. We've experienced God's love. We'll talk more about that in a minute. But there's a depth of love that we are now able to have. And so that love really helps us uh, to be able to overcome a lot of things in our lives. You know, we, we have a property here uh, that we have up here on the mountain, and, and a lot of times the winds will come through and they'll they'll topple trees in the forest. You go take a walk through the forest. Wow, there's a huge tree over, and here's a tree over here. And some have been over, uh, you know, been blown down, and we, we don't even notice it for, you know, a year or so. But a lot of those trees are down, and when you look at the, when the tree is turned over, you can see where the roots are. And a lot of those trees don't have very deep roots. And so when your roots don't go deep, it doesn't take much to knock you over. Well, he says here that we are to be rooted and grounded in love, in love. God's love in us gives us a strong foundation upon which to build a real life. In other words, we have something to give people. We have something to give the body of Christ, our fellow believers, and we have something to give the world. So that, that sense of love comes from a deep root system, which presupposes and assumes that you've done something to develop that root system, right? And so part of being strengthened over time by the Holy Spirit in the inner man, verse 16 of Colossians, Ephesians 3, rather, means that we have this benefit of having a depth of love in our hearts. You know, you can't give away what you don't possess, right? And so the more we experience that, the more we are able to uh, to give it away. As Christ is dwelling in our hearts by faith and, and being at home in us, you know, guess what? His influence helps us to love others. It's as simple as that. He goes on to verse 18. Another benefit of being strengthened in the inner man is that it says here in verse 18, 
that you may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth. So he's, he's talking about the love of God. And he's saying, we all get this love. And we are all designed to comprehend it. In other words, to be able to put our, to grasp it, you know what I'm saying? And to be able to experience it in our lives. And he says, when we understand this, we're, we're all understanding this, we're all experiencing this, then we have something to give one another. And he says, it's not just a, this one little you know, thing that we have to give, and I gave you what I have, and it's kind of a one-dimensional thing. No, he says it's, it's breadth and length and height and depth. In other words, it just it goes every direction. Love, love covers all directions and all dimensions is what he's saying here. And that's part of the benefit package that we get. And there's so many other things that we get to comprehend that we don't have time to talk about that as a part of being in the body of Christ. But here's the thing. When, when you and I are, are plugged in, and I'm not talking about plugged into all the programs of the church and going to all the activities. That is not what God's saying here. What he's saying is when you are plugged in to the body of Christ, the relationships in the body of Christ, and people know you and you know them, and you don't have to know everybody in your church, but that there are significant conversations, significant relationships that are happening, and that you're connecting with God, you're going deep with God on a personal level, and your church is, is, is taking people deeper and not just covering the shallowness of uh, just getting them in a room and having a good time kind of thing. But watch this. When that happens... You, you, all, you experience something corporately that you, you don't even experience individually. In other words, you as a church get to experience the bigness of God and the bigness of God's love. And you begin to kind of look around and go, whoa, it's, it's huge. Oh, my gosh, I didn't realize it was this big. That's what God is saying here, that we understand and comprehend that, that this thing is bigger than we ever thought it is. And by the way, the more that you and I pursue God, the greater he becomes. Now, he doesn't grow, but our understanding of him grows, and we discover how vast his love is, how vast his greatness is. And But the people that quit, the people that, that just have their growth stunted way early on, they just got a sample of God. You know, they didn't really get a full dose. They just got a little bitty sample of him. They think they understand it all. You don't realize, man, you, oh, you've, you've been in the foyer this whole time. There's an entire mansion to explore and the grounds and the, and the other houses and the, there's so much to explore and you're in the foyer going, Hey, this is really cool. And, but you think you've got it all. No, you got to keep going. You got to keep pursuing, keep going deeper with God. And when that happens, that love of Christ uh, that we're getting ready to talk about is, is broadened in your own life and you're able to understand it even more. So then he goes on to uh, the next, the number four benefit here. He says now, and then he says, and to know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge. The love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge. So what's he talking about there? He's talking about not just knowing you know, from, from a comprehension standpoint, but knowing from an experiential standpoint, the love of Christ. In other words, the love which comes from Christ. He's saying that that this love that we receive is a love that begins and originates in the person of God and that we experience that love. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you believe that God loves you? 
I know that sounds like a rhetorical question. It's kind of a simple Sunday school, you know, first grade kind of thing question. Do you believe that God really loves you? And do you believe it more now than you did a year ago or five years ago? Have you experienced the love of God? You know, one time I was um, I was traveling on a speaking engagement uh, to Dallas, Texas, and I was uh, in a Starbucks one morning, <clears throat> and uh, I was just thinking about this whole thing. I was getting ready to speak at, at, at Dallas Seminary, and um, I was thinking about the love of God. And I got into the car, and I turned on the radio, and I don't normally listen to the radio. I certainly don't... Um, you know, listen to a lot of talk shows or programs. But for some reason, I just surfed the dial and it landed on a Christian radio program. And it was a a man by the name of Ravi Zacharias, whom I have great respect for. And one of the most, one of the greatest Christian thinkers and apologists living today. And Ravi Zacharias was, was talking about the love of God. And he said, you know, as only he can in his uh, Indian accent. But he said, do you realize how much God loves you? That no matter what you've done, no matter how, how royally you have messed up things, that he still loves you. Even if you've messed up for the hundredth time or the thousandth time or the one millionth time, that God's love for you will never, ever cease. You'll never know the end of God's love and that God will never love you any more than he loves you right now because he loves you infinitely and unconditionally and eternally right now. And you know, just sitting in that Starbucks parking lot, I just, I became emotional, you know, because there are times when we just need to remind ourselves that we are loved. And part of the prayer that Paul has here is that we would know no, there's so much in the Bible about knowing, meaning experiencing, having full confidence that Christ loves us, that he loves us. That's depth right there, my friend. That's depth. And then he says in verse uh, 19, he says another benefit of being strengthened in the inner man by the Holy Spirit is that that you may be filled up with all the fullness of God. That's just kind of like, whoa, okay. As if you haven't blown our minds already, Paul, that we would be filled up with the fullness of God. So what does that mean? Well, I think it means to be saturated with God. I really do. It's You know, we can picture it as the idea of, okay, if you take a glass of water, or excuse me, a glass, and you, and you pour water in it all the way up to, the top of the glass you would say you're filled with water and and in that sense yes the water is is saturating the space inside the um the glass but the idea here goes further than just filling up to the top type of thing it has the essence of influence in there in other words that god saturates our lives to the extent that he influences everything about our lives is that he is a part of everything in our lives, so much so that it's sort of like, you know, it crowds out self. <laughs> in other words, there's no room for us to be filled with ourselves or to be full of ourselves because we're full of God. Isn't that cool? 
And, you know, Paul says, uses this, this same idea in, in the next two chapters in Ephesians. He says in chapter 4, verse 13, um, in a verse that you're very familiar with, he says, until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to the mature man, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. The fullness of Christ, the same idea there, is that we're filled with Christ here is that he saturates our lives. And, and then in Ephesians 5.18, he says, don't get drunk with wine because that is excess, but rather be filled with the Spirit. And there contextually, he's talking again about influence, about just like a, a drunk person is influenced by the alcohol in the wine, it, it controls them, it, it controls their, their speech, their, their vision, their judgment, their relationships, uh, it, it changes their personality sometimes where they do things they don't normally do. Uh, and in the same way, the Holy Spirit, when he is in, when he is filling us, means that we are different people, that he influences us in many different ways. And so when, when he's talking about here that you'll be filled up with the fullness of God, he's just saying that God will be a part of every part of your life. You know, that He's he's in there. He's, he's the person helping you make all those decisions. You know, it's like uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. That's the idea. To be filled with the fullness of God means that God is in you and filling you and saturating you, and really he's the ambiance of your life. He's the Lord of your life. He's the director of your life. He affects everything. Your life has his fingerprint all over it. That's what he's saying here. And there's just no room for, uh, for ego in that type of thing. So when you add up all this stuff, I mean, this is just, I mean, we've just looked at a small portion here about what it means to be strengthened with power through the Holy Spirit and that we have Christ settling down in our hearts. We're abiding he's abiding in us that we have this spiritual stability because of the love of God that we begin to comprehend how great that that love is that we're able to understand a lot of that love that we begin to experience the love that comes from Christ in our lives and that we are filled with the fullness of God I mean do you see how high Paul sets the bar here you notice in these verses that he didn't say and this is what I pray for you I pray you'd make it to church twice a month and then maybe a couple of times a month, crack open your Bible, read a couple of verses that you don't understand and then call yourself a good Christian and go on your merry way. That's not what he says. And, and most Christians are just settling for, for the crackers in the vending machine when God has prepared a massively lavish buffet to enjoy. And yet, and it's free, but we're not taking advantage of it because we're too content to just be children, basically. And that's why he goes on to say in the last two verses, now to him who is able to do exceeding abundantly beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works within us. There's that power again. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen.
Do you see how incredible it is when you go deep with God? What's waiting for you there? Don't be afraid to jump into the deep end of the pool. You're not going to drown. I mean, you may be overwhelmed with truth, but you're not going to be drowned in that thing. So dive in to the depths of God and enjoy the swim. I'll talk to you next week. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Vintage Truth Podcast. Please subscribe and share with a friend. For more about Jeff's ministry, go to jeffkinley.com.